Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for December the 20th of 2019. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news that you need to know five days a week, Monday through Friday, right here on YouTube and podcast services around the world. So if you enjoy the show, you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more on your platform of choice. But today, Resident Evil fans have a lot to be thankful for because a brand new game looks to be coming down the pike. It is, again, time for another invitation round to a new playtest for another new title. That's three for those that are keeping track. Then, the Xbox Series X reveal was kept a secret using a specifically interesting method by Phil Spencer himself. Then, Mixer and Facebook Gaming are chipping away at Twitch's market share in 2019. We have brand new numbers showing some insight into the streaming wars, or at least one of the streaming wars, that we have been seeing over the course of the past couple of years. Then, Google has bought another big developer for Stadia projects, Epic Games and Steam are both starting their winter sales, and I've got some freebies thrown in there as well if you did want to get some pretty good games on the very, very cheap, cheap which is of course free. And finally, Xbox Games with Gold for January 2020. They have been announced and we will talk more about what you can expect to get for free at the beginning of the year. That is today's roundup and I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. Resident Evil Ambassadors have been invited to test another new game that Capcom has yet to announce. Resident Evil fans who have signed up for the Resident Evil Ambassador program received an update from Capcom yesterday touting a new ranking system and another opportunity to play a game before anyone else. The email, which was shared on Reddit by Deimos Chan, does not go into much detail, but the program's new ranking system will go from bronze to platinum, with higher tier members more likely to be picked for playtest. To increase your rank, you will need to take part in Ambassador activities. Getting access to a demo used to be a lot easier. Ambassadors can apply to test an unannounced game, but it looks like we will need to wait before we get any clues about what it actually is. Recently, Capcom updated its trademarks for a number of series, including Dino Crisis, we've talked about that on the show, leading to some speculation about it returning. It is more likely, however, that the publisher was just doing some housekeeping as trademark owners need to be proactive to hold on to them. The last unannounced game Ambassadors were invited to test turned out to be Resident Evil Resistance, the 4v1 spinoff that will be bundled into Resident Evil 3 Remake. There's sure a lot of Resident Evil games knocking about, and it would be nice then to see something like Dino Crisis getting some love, says Fraser Brown over at PC Gamer. But Capcom is apparently interested in digging into its back catalog. Interesting times for Capcom. And again, I think it's worth noting for the third time this week, whatever it might be, uh, that Capcom has seen a huge resurgence in 2019 and in 2018. And going into 2020, they're poised to make some pretty big moves. Uh, but I want to make something very clear. This isn't necessarily a brand new game. Of course, with Project Resistance, it turned out to be Resident Evil Resistance, which is a game, a mini game, something uh, in between that's bundled in with Resident Evil 3's remake that's coming out in 2020. And so whenever you see a game being tested, it's more so an experience being tested, and that could be a brand new mode coming to Resident Evil 3's remake. Uh, that could be a new mode coming to Resistance. That could be a spinoff of Resistance that's more multiplayer focused. Who knows uh, what it actually is? Because because again, no one has actually played it as of right now. Uh, but to see a third Resident Evil experience 
that's kind of a shocker to me. It seems like there is a lot, uh, a lot going on over there behind the scenes at Capcom, especially in the Resident Evil series, uh, which don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining whatsoever. I love some good Resident Evil. And I think that's the big point that I want to make here is that it's been good Resident Evil from seven to the remake of two. Uh, now we have the remake of three and this new project that actually shows promise. And I think it might do well considering it's bundled in uh, with the big remake coming out in 2020. But regardless, if you did want more Resident Evil, congratulations. It looks like you are going to be getting it. Then, the Xbox Series X reveal was kept a secret by giving Phil Spencer a fake Game Awards script for rehearsals. Phil Spencer used a phony script to avoid spoiling the Xbox Series X reveal. In order to prevent any leaks ahead of the official reveal of the Xbox Series X, Phil Spencer was given a fake script about the Xbox Game Pass during rehearsals for the Game Awards 2019. In a phone interview with Variety, the Game Awards host and executive producer Jeff Keighley said Spencer read a phony script to prevent anyone learning about the upcoming console. Historically, leaks have a habit of surfacing when it comes to big announcements. Whether it be a blurry photo of merchandise appearing on forums or prototypes popping up online, you can understand why this kind of measure was taken to keep Microsoft's next-gen console under wraps. The Xbox Series X was easily one of the show's biggest announcements, and it was the first time the world had gotten a glimpse of the PC Tower-esque console since Microsoft announced it was set to release the console, codenamed Project Scarlet, in holiday 2020 during E3 2019. There's a lot of numbers there. Uh, it was a big showcase for Xbox overall, with reveals of titles like Sinuous Saga, Hellblade 2, and teases of other upcoming Xbox Series X games like Halo Infinite. A flurry of information was also released after the big reveal of the new console, with Microsoft clarifying it would have backwards compatibility support and that the Series X is actually just one of Microsoft's next-gen consoles, and Series X is not the only name. It is a little confusing at first, especially with the Xbox One X. Still, the next-gen console we've seen has certainly got us excited about the future of Xbox, and thanks to Microsoft's efforts, the reveal came as quite a surprise. In a world where you have constant, consistent coverage of video game news, the tried-and-true surprise never feels to get people excited. And I think that's what I saw in myself with the Xbox Series X announcement, because keep in mind, I keep a pretty tight, uh, you know... Uh, I understand what's happening in the gaming industry. I'm always paying attention to it, always taking it in, uh, always learning more. And so whenever I hear about a leak, it doesn't shock me anymore. And this is something that I feel like I would have expected a leak for. Uh, just in today's day and age with the way things are, new consoles, a huge surprise generally is not really uh, expected. And so if you go back to the VOD, whenever I was streaming the uh, Game Awards on Twitch, uh, you can see where I'm just like genuinely, no way, this is insane. It's hard to get me excited because I'm so jaded uh, from everything that I've seen over the years, but this was genuinely awesome. And I think there's a big gap missing for a lot of people uh, where there is so much journalism going on. There is so much uh, investigative journalism going on in the gaming industry. There are so many leaks from people that are just untrustworthy uh, that I think a lot of the magic from the announcements of magic from the consoles themselves, whatever kind of announcement it may be, it kind of has gone away, and so to be able to have a full surprise, I think, is something that really brings a lot to the table. So, if you are excited about the Xbox Series X, congrats, it is coming out one year from now. Again, not to the day, but holiday 2020 is going to be the time frame in which you get access to the brand new Xbox. But you could be using it to stream some games on a platform of your choosing, and Mixer and Facebook Gaming have been chipping away at the Twitch market share in 2019. This is, of course, coming to us via the State of the Stream report from Stream Elements and Arsenal. 
but courtesy of gamesindustry.biz. Though Twitch far, far and away retained the biggest selection of the streaming platform market in 2019, smaller platforms like Mixer and Facebook Gaming are slowly chipping away at it. Stream Elements and Arsenal have released their State of the Stream report for 2019, in which they revealed that Twitch held 73% of the platform market share by hours watched, YouTube Gaming held 21%, and Mixer and Facebook Gaming had 3% each. This is not a huge change from last year when Twitch sat at 75%, but Mixer and Facebook Gaming were at 1% last year. And while the share growth does not look large, their year-over-year individual growth is more impressive. Facebook Gaming grew 210% year-over-year to 356 million total hours watched, and Mixer grew 149% to 354 million hours watched. Facebook Gaming also surpassed Mixer in total hours watched from 2018 to 2019. Compare that to Twitch, which grew 20% year-over-year to 9.3 billion hours watched, and YouTube Gaming grew 16% year-over-year with 2.7 billion hours watched. By game, League of Legends is once more the most watched game of the year on Twitch. Last year, it had a seven-year streak broken by Fortnite, but it took the top spot again this year, reaching 990 million hours watched. Fortnite was in second at 884 million. Apex Legends was the only new game in the top 10, breaking in at number 8 with 294 million hours watched. Among the top 10 games, Fortnite saw the biggest year-over-year drop in viewership of 27%. Tifu was the most watched streamer of the year at 8 excuse me, 88 million hours watched with Shroud behind him at 66 million and Ninja sitting at number five with 57 million. All top 10 most watched streamers were once again men with the most watched woman streamer Sad Dummy coming in at 17 million hours watched behind the number 10 most well-watched overall streamer Nick Merckx. The back half of the year saw numerous exclusivity deals signed with streamers across all platforms. This included Mixer making deals with Shroud and Ninja, Facebook Gaming picking up Hearthstone streamer Disguised Toast and YouTube Gaming signing Courage as well as Twitch re-signing Dr. Lupo, Lyric, and Tim the Tabman just last week. Interesting times to be into the streaming space, even just interested in it. Uh, of course, I think that what you see here is a continued growth of streaming overall. In 2020, there are no breaks on this train. I really don't think that you're going to be seeing any kind of stopping anytime soon uh, because it is something that people genuinely enjoy, you know, whether it be a small person trying to make their mark on the industry or a giant streamer that continually has thousands and thousands of viewers day after day. Uh, streaming has become a staple of the gaming industry and it's becoming something of a staple of internet culture as well. Uh, and so Mixer and Facebook Gaming have the potential potential to tap into uh, markets that they might not necessarily uh, be able to cater to otherwise in 2020. And of course, right now, Mixer and Facebook Gaming both have something they bring to the table that Twitch and YouTube don't necessarily. Mixer, of course, completely and totally integrated with Xbox. And with the rise of the Xbox Series X and the release of the next big console, there is a huge potential for a resurgence of growth, depending on how well that console does. So that's something to keep an eye on for 2020. With Facebook Gaming, I've said this time and time again, if you log on to Facebook, it is an ecosystem in and of itself that is completely independent for the most part from any other part of the internet, which is why it is dangerous in the realm of politics, etc. Uh, but it is also very, very good for creators on that platform because whenever you start streaming on Facebook Gaming, it's almost like going back in time to a point in which people never realized that people streamed video games on the internet. It's like going back to Twitch just after it had switched over from TTV, where people have heard of streams on the internet where people play video games, but they've never really seen any of them. That's what you're getting with Facebook Gaming. And that kind of untapped potential 
is something that's very hard to come by on the gaming industry side of things. Uh, and so Mixer and Facebook both have huge potential, again, growing 2% in the overall market share and taking away just a couple of percentage points from Twitch in 2019. But I think that there is little to no chance uh, that Mixer and Facebook Gaming are going to be able to keep up and, and compete directly with Twitch, but they don't have to. Twitch can control the market share, and Facebook Gaming and Mixer can still survive uh, completely and totally on their own without necessarily having to dominate the space. There's plenty of room for competition here, and of course, as we've seen with the advent of stuff like channel points, Mixer can improve Twitch as well. They kind of, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron in a way. Uh, but exciting to see where 2020 takes the streaming space, and of course, we'll always be talking about it right here on the Jam Pack Report. However, one thing we won't always be talking about is Google Stadia, because Google has bought another developer, Typhoon Studios, to work on Stadia games. Google has acquired Typhoon Studios, the dev behind upcoming space exploration game Journey to the Savage Planet, as part of the company's efforts to bolster its internal game development plan. Typhoon Studios will join Stadia Games and Entertainment, according to a statement posted by the studio's head, Jade Raymond. Typhoon Studios was founded in 2017. The studio, based in Montreal, was co-founded by, by former Ubisoft creative director Alex Hutchinson and former EA executive producer Ryde Schneider. Reed Schneider, perhaps. Uh, the studio announced Journey to the Savage Planet the following year. Stadia Games and Entertainment was formally announced in March when Google unveiled the Stadia platform. Raymond was named vice president of the division, which is tasked with developing original games using Stadia technology. Raymond said at the time that the internal studio will reimagine the new generation of games and will also be working with external developers to make all of the bleeding-edge Google technology you have seen today available to partner studios big and small. Raymond says that Sebastian Puel, longtime Assassin's Creed executive producer, will oversee the first Stadia Games and Entertainment Studio in Montreal, which Typhoon is joining. Typhoon Studios will continue to work on the launch of Journey to the Savage Planet for multiple platforms on January 28, 2020, Raymond said. Meanwhile, our priority will be on integrating the team from Typhoon Studios into Stadia Games and Entertainment. We are thrilled to welcome this incredibly talented team to the Google family. Google's lineup of original Stadia-exclusive games is nearly non-existent, and the number of games that take advantage of the platform's unique technology outside of its streaming features are similarly thin. Only Ubisoft's Ghost Recon Breakpoint stands out among the current list of available games to take advantage of Stadia-exclusive features with support for Stream Connect and Breakpoint's PvE mode. That feature lets players share their screen in real time with up to three co-op teammates. Seeing other players' point of view eases the tactical communication between teammates, allowing players to collaborate like never before, Ubisoft said of the feature. This, I don't think, is going to be going very well at all. Uh, overall, I see this acquisition uh, of Typhoon Studios and the buying out of Typhoon Studios similar to the way that I see any kind of deal made with Ninja moving to Mixer or Shroud moving to Mixer or Courage moving to YouTube. At the end of the day, is it going to be best for the content? Maybe, hypothetically not, let's assume not, uh, the company, the people that work for it, they still get a giant payout just from moving over to another platform that's similar enough in nature to where it doesn't really make a big difference. They can still make their games, and who knows, it could become a big standout hit, kind of like you see with uh, games from the Ouya continuing on into the modern day. Uh, I think Castle Crashers is the one that I'm thinking of in that specific scenario. 
but I don't see Stadia becoming a big thing uh, in 2020, and I think that it's probably going to be uh, struggling for the next few years until it is uh, taken out to pasture, so to speak. That's just my two cents on Stadia. I don't see it being ready for the main limelight. I don't think that it's quite ready to make its big debut on the stage, but I think that if it had come out in a couple of years, maybe five to ten years later, uh, you might be seeing something big, but I think that when it comes to cloud gaming, PlayStation and Xbox are the ones that are going to be holding the um, overall market share there because you do have uh, PlayStation Now and you do have Project X Cloud, but at the same time, you also have the backup plan of just being able to play games on your console. Uh, and Google has gone all in on Stadia being the one-stop shop for uh, streaming games. And on top of that, there are a lot of smaller issues, like we talked about on yesterday's episode uh, with the Borderlands 3 build that was released for the game being a build from October. You can't be having older versions of games on your new, new system. But uh, that's just my take on that. However, Typhoon Studios, good luck to you guys as you get folded into the Google Stadia space and start working over there. Now, let's break into some Epic Games Store's winter sale. Uh, because, or at least Epic Games Store, winter's sale, whatever you want to say. There's a big sale going on on the Epic Games Store. 12 free games, up to 75% off others with a free $10 coupon. Christmas is less than a week away, and as a result, every single game store has launched some kind of winter sale with a plethora of deals for gamers. The Epic Game Store is getting in on the action with its holiday 2019 sale, which has dozens of games on sale for up to 75% off, including some of this year's biggest hits, including Borderlands 3, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Control, The Outer Worlds, and more. The sale is live now through January 1st at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. One of the sale's highlights, though, is a series of 12 free games that Epic is giving away every day over the next couple of weeks. The first free game available today is Into the Breach. A new free game will be given away every day up until January the 1st, and each title will only be available for 24 hours. That's actually 14 days, but we're guessing Christmas and New Year's Eve will be the off days. Be sure to check back every day at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to see what the latest free game is. And to claim a game at Epic, you just need a free account. Aside from the freebies, there are plenty of discounts to be had, and on top of those game deals, you get an extra $10 coupon. To claim it, log on to your Epic account, and it will be applied immediately at checkout for any eligible games, $14.99 or more. You will receive a new $10 coupon after every eligible purchase. Pre-orders, DLC, and in-game purchases are excluded from the coupon, and you have to redeem the coupons before April the 30th. Only one coupon can be used for a single purchase. For now, check out some of the best PC games on sale in the Epic Games Store, or you can always check out the full sale. And so checking out the best deals list they have here, I think that the standouts for me obviously include Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC for $48, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for $50. Uh, personally, a big standout for me is The Witness for $10. Very, very good game. Uh, on top of that, The Division 2 for $15. That's assuming that you can't use the coupon. You could get The Division 2 for $5. Uh, don't quote me on that one, but it's possible. Uh, then you have stuff like Assassin's Creed Odyssey for $24. Big, big names here. Uh, so Definitely dive in, give them a look, see if there's anything that you would personally like to check out. Uh, Borderlands, or, uh, yeah, Borderlands 3 for $39, Control for $40, very good stuff here. Uh, but the first game that is free is Into the Breach. Of course, you'll have to check back day after day, and I'll try and keep you guys in the loop as much as possible uh, whenever we do know what the new free game of the day is. But 12 free games in a row. That's what I'm talking about. Into the Breach, a very good little indie strategy game. Highly recommend that one if you did want to dive in. But the Steam Winter Sale is also going on right now. When does it end? Best deals and more. 
Holiday game sales have been kicking off all over the place, including Green Man Gaming and GOG, and now the granddaddy of them all is here, the annual Steam Winter Sale. From now until January 2nd at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, you will find deals on nearly all of the best games from 2019, and of course, games from years past are also discounted, so if there's a game you've wanted to pick up on Steam, now is your best chance. When you buy a game in the Steam Winter Sale or complete Holiday Quest, you will earn festivity tokens which can be spent in the Holiday Market. The Steam Holiday Market includes the Steam Winter Sale coupon, $5 off your next purchase, new chat stickers, new chat room effects, and more. What? What are chat stickers and chat room effects? Do people chat on Steam? Is that a thing people do? Okay. Have they heard of Discord? Uh, you don't have to break the bank to take advantage of this sale, as evidenced by all the great cheap games that are discounted. And of course, they have the best Steam deals under $10 list at GameSpot if you wanted to check that out. But if you are willing to spend more, some of the best deals we've so spotted so far, excuse me, include Sekiro Shadows Die Twice for $39, Red Dead Redemption 2 for $48, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for $49.79, and more. And of course, the Steam Winter Sale best deals include stuff like Bloodstained Ritual of the Night for $28, uh, Devil May Cry 5 for $19.79, Far Cry New Dawn, the uh, standalone DLC for Far Cry 5, 16 bucks, not bad there. Uh, Super Hot, 10 bucks, very good game there. Now, of course, you can find the Green Man Gaming Sale, the GOG Sale as well, uh, but tons of stuff going on right now in terms of getting some good deals. So dive into the Epic Game Store Sale, the Steam Sale, the GOG Sale, the whatever sale you need to find. There are plenty of them out there right now, and you can probably find something uh, that will fit your taste and really, really brighten up your holiday season as you are struggling to cope with Aunt Mary's disgusting jello pie. Uh, but finally... Looking into 2020, which I can't believe is already here, Xbox Games with Gold offers Telltale Batman Lego Star Wars in January. Start 2020 off with four free games on Xbox Live Gold. Xbox Live Gold subs and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subs will get access to four free games in January as part of those subscriptions thanks to Xbox Games with Gold, including Batman the Telltale series and Xbox 360 games Tekken 6 and Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. For the full month of January, Xbox Games with Gold will offer Styx Shards of Darkness, the 2017 stealth adventure game from Cyanide and publisher Focus Home Interactive. Here is the full rundown of Xbox One and backwards compatible Xbox 360 games that will be offered through Games with Gold in January 2020. Again, you have Styx Shards of Darkness, available January 1st to the 31st on the Xbox One, Batman the Telltale Series for of course, January 16th through February the 15th on the Xbox One, Tekken 6 for the January 1st through the 15th on the Xbox One and backwards compatible as well. Uh, and on top of that, LEGO Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, available January 16th through the 31st on the Xbox One and the Xbox 360. And of course, you can find the uh, video that gives you a rundown of each individual game. Overall, pretty good lineup, I would say. You know, not the best that I've seen, but I will be the first to admit, I do kind of want to play the Batman Telltale series. Uh, that's a pretty big one. On top of that, for some reason, whenever I see Tekken, I get a little bit excited. I, I've never been a big fighting games guy, but Tekken was always one that really did kind of cater to me. I was a big fan of Tekken back in the day. Uh, but plenty of good games to check out here if you did want to uh, see what they had to offer for January of 2020. I also heard really, really good things about that sequel to the original Styx game. I think that that's one that I kind of want to dive into. There's a lot of, uh, you know, choose your own way to maneuver this specific instance right here. A lot of, uh, a lot of stealth going on. I'm a big fan of the way that one looks. I might have to jump in and give that one a shot. Uh, but on top of that, if you have a friend you play with, I believe there's a lot of co-op in this one as well, if I remember correctly. Something like that. You'll have to dive in and give it a look for yourself. Uh, but 
plenty of good game time to get in for the holiday season as you, uh, you know, wind down from the ham and Christmas present opening and you look towards 2020 where you get back in the gym and you get your life together. Hypothetically, that's what you said for 2019, too. But now here we are at the end of 2019 and uh, pretty much the same spot. Anyways, this is not a uh, confrontational podcast. This is the Jam Pack Report. And if you enjoyed the show, be sure to drop me a like down below and subscribe for more because the show is uploaded five days a week, Monday through Friday, every single weekday. Did I mention Monday to Friday? Uh, Anyways, I'll be back on Monday with a brand new show. You guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend. I will talk to you soon and peace.